So, uh, Jonathan, well, uh, you know, we just got we just got done with the holidays, and my kids and I, when we're together, so like the kids are out of school, I'm not working, which was super weird. It's, it's yeah. not normal for me to be to mm-hmm. not be yeah. working, but I was not working, and so all of my creative energy went toward all of my kids boredom energy right and we just we did all kinds of stuff i mean one of my favorite things is is we like to and i did this as a kid growing up my dad would do this a lot is rewrite christmas songs and Mm, interesting and and we have like we've been singing this one like for a long time uh i don't know if you know the song from uh the grinch right and he's like um a little girl it's like this heartwarming moment she's like where are you christmas why can't i why can't i find you yeah yeah and and my kids were like singing that while we were walking down the sidewalk, you know, in the cold weather in Chicago. And of course, we were like sticking googly eyes on things and ding dong ditching because that's what we do. <laughs> but I started singing along too, and and took a different tone. And I was like, and and we just rewrote the song on the sidewalk, and it, and it went like this: Where are you, Christmas? Come out and fight me! Come out and show your face! <laughs> You killed my family, and I will find you, and I'll exact revenge. And it just it turned into this whole, like, combative, like, just, fuck you, Christmas. Yeah. You killed my family, and I'm going to see you. And, like, so it became like this... Uh, like a where, like a where are you? Show your face, and, and that's a different kind of energy than we've taken oh. with previous Christmas Carol like yeah, yeah. remakes. Because my my son, um, he once sang this song, and he truly thought he was singing this correctly. Where he was like, um, he sees you when you're sleeping. He sees you when you sleep. He sees you when you're sleeping. So you better not sleep. Oh. <laughs> You better watch out. 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 Oh, man. Welcome to Let's Make Unicorn, the startup podcast for people who hate startups and podcasts. I have seen uh, just a tremendous number. I always end up like VC Twitter sneaks up on me. (laughs) I think there's something about my what I find funny. Mm -hmm. They like they lure you in with being self-deprecating. Yeah. And with making fun jokes about how ridiculous startup culture is. And then somebody retweets Chamath Palihapiti or whatever his name is being like, <laughs> I turned $370 million into $2 billion. What did you do? Just right. make the investments I make. And then his comments are just a stream of people saying, Chamath, I invested in the thing you told me to invest in. I lost my entire life savings. And people are like, you didn't do it right. Right. You know, it's like, what? what is, what is this energy? that Like, and why... You know, like the leave that shit in 2020, mm-hmm. like memes mm-hmm. were going around. I wish we could leave that in 2020. I know we won't. No, because they, they already believe that they're living in 2025. And so... Because well, it's like, it's so like, like what is to be gained? Why? Yeah. Why, Chamath? Why are you doing this? <laughs> you already have all kinds of money. You don't... Be- These are not penny stocks. You're not mm-hmm. pumping and dumping. Like, you don't benefit from people making the investments you make. 
And like the kind of investments that a that a multi that a hundred millionaire makes are not the kind of investments that you and I should be making. <laughs> right. It's just it's yeah. different. It's just different. You know, I, I don't Well, they're the I kind of people it. that will call themselves thought leaders. You know, oh, like true thought leaders are only called thought leaders by other people who follow yeah. their thoughts. No, I can't. I can't do it. I but when you're like, no, 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 it's what I do. I'm a literally thought leader. my my Twitter. Here, here is here is my Twitter, and I did none of this on mm-hmm. purpose. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. My Twitter is is three overlapping. It's a it's a Venn diagram with three circles. <laughs> yes. It is anarchists, mm-hmm. venture capitalists. Mm-hmm. And sex workers. We follow the same people, my dude. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. And I don't I don't necessarily have an interest in any of those things. I, like I don't know how it happened. I have but it's personal like... friends in each one of those like in each one of those circles. Yeah. And and for and somehow and what I believe is that I am the center of that <laughs> Venn diagram. Somehow. <laughs> I'm the center. Maybe that's what's happening for me, too, is that I'm finding my way to my life partner. And it's going to be when I find the mythical venture capitalist anarchist sex worker. Are we they've about got, to make they've out, got, Jonathan, they've got an you angel, They've got an angel like, list and an OnlyFans. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> Man, I was about to plug my OnlyFans, too, and you made that joke. So, oh well. Uh, <laughs> all right, well... I, this is this is you know that's the episode that's done we're done it's good and new year shorter episodes um, that's that's our entire uh, 2021 episode thanks for yeah, joining us that's, this year. <laughs> well thanks for listening to our 2021 episode <laughs> of let's make a unicorn we're gonna try to take more time for ourselves this year <laughs> all right i got one for you all right you ready yeah i am all right so when you are trying to avoid criminal charges It's important to have a solid alibi. And if it's one thing we've learned from watching hours and hours of forensic files, an airtight alibi is in high demand. That's why we developed Alibot. You guessed it. (laughs) Alibis as a service. We'll give you a second or two on that one. Meet our bot, Allie. Just text her anytime you need a cover story she can back up. All you have to do is ask leading questions like... Wasn't I partying with Trevor last night at 8.30 p.m.? And she'll respond with positive confirmation and even throw in a funny anecdote. Oh, yeah, Levi, we had so much fun at Trevor's house last night, January 3rd, 2021. I remember you showed up a little before 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and hung out by the Cool Ranch Doritos essentially the entire night. That joke you told about the talking sausage was the highlight of my night. Allie will corroborate any story you ask about with non-incriminating details, and she's trained to bring receipts. Our machine learning algorithm can manufacture text, email, Snapchat, Tinder, and Instagram conversation screenshots, LinkedIn coming soon, along with timestamps. And now, with Alibot Premium, Allie will send you deepfake videos of you playing beer pong at Trevor's house, at band practice in your garage, or shopping for Cool Ranch Doritos at 7-Eleven. Hey, Allie, wasn't I in my living room last night watching Jeopardy reruns and posting on Twitter? Oh, 
Hey, Levi, last night was super chill. I forgot to send you this photo of you sitting on your couch last night eating Cool Ranch Doritos and watching Jeopardy. I can't believe the final Jeopardy question was, who are the Beastie Boys? <laughs> Alibot, get your story straight in sponsorship with Doritos. <laughs> this is every story's got Doritos. <laughs> That's how, that's the that's the the like the the non premium version. Is they're gonna ha- they're gonna right. place a product never do alibis. All these co- all these trial lawyers are gonna be like, man, I really want Doritos. Man, I just like I just yeah. really want some vending machine Doritos right now. Oh my gosh! And like I I like and like for a little extra money, you can just have whatever celebrity of your choice put into the photos with you. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot you were hanging with Pitbull. Oh, wow. L. Cool J was there? Damn. You remember when I showed up to your house last night at 9.17 p.m., six (laughs) miles from the scene of the crime, when when Bieber was there? Remember that? Oh, yeah. And Zoe Deschanel was running the bar. (laughs) Super weird. Yeah. Like, I I can just imagine the biz dev guy at this company approaching brands like Doritos (laughs) and saying, like, we... We have this many members, but it's not the members that are important. It's who they show their story to that matters. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's like it's like I need to know. I need to understand the brand preferences of people who read alibis. Yeah. Because that's what I need to place in here. <laughs> yeah. It's all like trial attorneys and judges. Oh yeah, it's like hey, you know, you know, it's you know, it's like nothing is more damaging to your reputation, depending on what kind of music you make than an arrest record uh, so let's you know let's repair the damage to your clout at the same time that we absolve you of any of any involvement in a crime right, right. and and we may as well sell some doritos while we're there because who doesn't like cool ranch doritos the, the bad news i was arrested the good news is people think i know uh uh zed now and that's really cool yep um, <laughs> truly this this pitch jonathan came about because all i wanted to do was a as a service i just wanted ass you just that's wanted all ass. i wanted yeah and then well, i was it's like con- it's consistent mm. with our twitter habits yeah yeah <laughs> i just wanted ass <laughs> All right, so you know, you spent your uh, Christmas holiday, you know, the the cool break between Christmas and New Year's, uh, you know, hanging out with your kids, right? Uh, totally you know, unaware of what time, what day, yeah, what amazing. outfit. It's great. Yeah, uh, I went to a funeral. Oh damn! Uh, and you know that is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a tough time of year. This yeah. you know this person was very old, and uh, uh, and you know they they went very well. You know, like it wasn't it wasn't a. It was a tragedy in the way that all deaths are a tragedy. Right. It was also a shit show in the way that all a, a funeral is like a wedding that people refuse to plan for until three days before it happens. Oh damn! <laughs> it has all of the moving parts and and stakeholders and people wanting their wishes, mm-hmm. you know, sort of uh, of honored, and all the pressure of lots of people who didn't see you for a long time coming into one spot to celebrate something, you know, because ultimately, you know, you're you're celebrating a life well lived, and uh, it brings those people together, and they said like, okay, we're gonna plan a really special event. Quick, no one plan, and so <laughs> quick, no one plan. <laughs> It's difficult, right? And like, and this is not a knock on any individual. Like, it's just a recognition, I think, now having attended, you know, several of these things, that like, oh, this is a very special event that people want to pretend never happens. 
And so, you know, we have, you know, we have an entire industry mm. of wedding planners. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about death planners? Introducing the death fairy. <laughs> oh, shit. The death fairy makes all the difficult parts of planning for the passing of a loved one much simpler by doing all of it for you. Let's face it, you didn't want to be an expert on what's required to, to you know, shuffle someone off this mortal oh, coil. Uh, I made that sound like you're killing them. <clears throat> no, it's not that kind of service. So the, the Death Fairy is a service that you go and you sign up for, and you get your special death coordinator, uh, oh and they will handle all the difficult parts for you. Now, here's what's important. If I were, you know, if someone, if, loved, if someone, you know, God forbid, someone in your life were to pass, no one would allow you to bring in some sort of third party to manage that process, right? Mm-hmm. It's universally assumed that this is the responsibility of the, you know, the surviving family. Right. And so that's why uh, here's what you do. You sign up for, for Death Fairy. You give them the relevant details. You go to sleep. <laughs> Death Fairy logs into all your accounts <laughs> and handles all the planning for you <laughs> as you. Wow. Death Fairy will, Death Fairy will even uh, uh, assign tasks to those family members that really want to have tasks to do and convince them that those tasks are meaningful so that those people are, will be otherwise occupied and not mess with everything that actually has to happen. Wow. Right? Like, we've thought of everything. Uh, you, know, why, why, you know, why plan for an important event like a funeral when someone else can do it for you? Uh, leave it all to Death Fairy. Wow. When you said, when you said Death Fairy, for yeah. some reason... I can't explain it. <laughs> the face of Vin Diesel appeared. <laughs> the death fairy. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's amazing. All you have to do is put the death certificate under your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, really, that's a really important UX sort of <laughs> yeah. moment I forgot about. It's a UX challenge yeah. you've got to solve for. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So on the real, this is like there there is such it's okay. So I forget what episode it was. It, it was when you did the the doula, fan doula, yeah, fan doula, yeah. yeah. Um, my partner Heather is a doula, like mm-hmm. she's like a, a postpartum doula, like for new mothers, right? New yeah, parents, and um, but the the more that she is learning about the art of doulaing, which is like, you know, coming alongside and being a helper for someone else, right? And supporting them and anticipating their needs and taking care of things that are just like the menial tasks that no one should be burdened with in light of a major event, such as a birth. There are actually death doulas as well. And oh. I, I didn't know this. And huh. it's a very yeah, I, small... But I, no, I, I looked this up because I was like... Yeah. I was... I was, I was it, actually, no, legit. Like, I was making a joke about it. But like, it's a very... It's a very important it's event right. that we don't plan for. Totally. Like, because, because it, a wedding is something everybody knows should happen and wants to happen and celebrate. And they put so much planning and so much effort. And there's, right. right. There's like, an not that they're always successful, but it's, but it's mm-hmm. you know, it, is, it reflects the level of planning. Right. right. And whereas, you know, every funeral I've been to has been sort of hastily thrown together because, of course. Right. You exactly. Know? And, and I, what I've learned, you know, by proxy... Uh, is that a death doula will come alongside before the person dies when there's an anticipation, right? You know, yeah, yeah. someone who's close to death. 
And but it's like when you call hospice, yes, you should. You should. This is going to be our least funny episode ever. When you call hospice, <laughs> you should also call someone to help you with that part of it. It's really difficult. Yeah, and you're in like the worst. Like I, I was talking to my family about this. I'm like, a bunch of people, you know, siblings, mm-hmm. and sometimes siblings from multiple generations. You know, like like, uh, um, uh, you know, s- completely separate families. You know, and and relative structures. Coming together to work together, and they've never had to work together on anything ever, because the only thing they have in common is this one individual. <clears throat> and they have to now plan something very tedious and difficult and nuanced in the worst possible moment for all of them. Right. You know, they've never and been less stressful. ready yeah. to prepare for something. So, like, why not just hand it over mm-hmm. and say, hey, this third party who's really respectful will talk to everyone. Yeah. Because there was just a shit ton of, and I wasn't involved in it, thankfully, yeah. but, like, the amount of, like, coordination and, like, now, it's, like, that's the thing people don't realize is, like, you know, the, the event happens that you've been dreading, but that you become, you've tried to become ready for. Yep. And then you have to talk about that all day, every day for weeks, whether yes. or not you wanted to. Right. Because and you're kind of saying the same story over now. and over again, too. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. No, it's a, it's a real need, and and and. Are there partner, any death doulas who just call themselves death doula? Because I would work with death doula. Totally. Like if you, so if you look for it, it's such a small community, though. There's there it is. There's like such there a small it is. community. I could. This is like this is my my uh, throughout my entire life and career. It all comes down to did I know what to Google? Right. Oh my god! Because like I did research that's a, earlier. Okay, that's and a service that know. we need. Yes, is yeah. like it's it's pre Google, right? You search yeah. for the thing you should be searching for. Right, so so you would search in death fairy, like funeral fairy, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and and pre Google will come back with, oh, here's what you need to search. Here's <laughs> yes. what here's what you should yes. be re- here's what you really should be oh, looking for. Did you, you know, mean this like, thing that actually exists? It's like I, I type in like uh, pre meal snacks. And it's like oh no, no, you need to look for hors d'oeuvres, <laughs> right? And like oh yeah yeah that's what I mean right uh, you know. Uh, meat plate with crackers. No, no, no. Charcuterie. Yeah. That's what you need to search. Uh, I was for. looking for like a like a like a like a slot machine for the stock market. <laughs> oh, I believe you're searching for Robin Hood. <laughs> yep. But Heather, like um, my partner Heather, was like, "Oh, I think I want to do this." And oh man, and it's, it's needed. Oh man, she and she would be so good at it. Yeah. But I couldn't help thinking of what like. What my kids would do for career day at school when they show up as the Grim Reaper and they're like, oh, yeah, no, no, this is what my mom does. And then we yes, get a call my... from the school similar to when like when when my kids like told everyone in their class that the real Santa Claus died hundreds of years ago. And I'm like, that's the last time I'm teaching you guys history. <laughs>